Hi, this is Tony Cover Magazine. I'm speaking to Nick Salter, Marsh Global Head of Mining and Metals. Nick, thank you very much for chatting to me today. Thanks for having me, Tony. Great. We're we talking on the back of the mining in Darba that was held in, in South Africa and um, as per usual discussing um, at the mining in Darba the opportunities, the challenges, things that need to change to make the mining industry more effective, all of those sort of things. And obviously, insurance plays a big role in that whole value chain. Um, maybe to start off with, I mean, mining and resources have had a good run earlier last year and things tapered down a little bit at the end of the year. And it seems like this year the lights won't be shot out and so on. But maybe as an expert, you can give us a better idea or an overview of the um, global and the local mining conditions. Yeah, I think um, it's an interesting environment out there at the moment. We all know that there's the green energy transition going on and we're very much focused on um, how that's going to happen. And the world needs a lot of commodities um, in order to do that. We need lithium, we need cobalt, we need nickel, we need, and we especially need copper. So the environment should be a good environment for uh, the, metal, the mining and metals industry. But um, what we have facing us at the moment is a potential recession. Our output from China isn't as strong as perhaps it has been, um, which makes for a challenging environment for a lot of projects to raise the finance that they need um, in order to in order to make those projects happen. Um, I guess the exceptions to that at the moment are gold, which gold typically does well in a difficult economic environment. So the gold price is doing well. And um, whilst it's not what we want from the green energy transition, thermal coal is currently doing well because of the uh, energy crisis that uh, the invasion of Ukraine precipitated in February last year. Mm. So um, that's, pr that's pretty much the environment against which we're operating. And from an uh, insurance in, uh, industry perspective, are there any specific things that will impact the industry that the industry should be looking out for? Well, the, the insurance industry is also in a difficult spot at the moment. Um, we know it's been what we call a hard market since 2017, when after a long cycle of a soft market, when rates were reducing, capacity was abundant, there was a lot of competition driving prices down. There were famously the three uh, hurricanes which hit the Gulf of Mexico in the US. We often say, what in, what does that mean for South Africa? What does that mean for other parts of the world? And the, the, the situation is that there's a lot of insured property there. So these hurricanes can cause enormous losses. So they happened, the market hardened, prices went up. Um, we were seeing the market tail off um, or increases certainly tail off last year. And we were hoping um, probably mid last year, we were expecting market rates to be flat as we move into 2023. But uh, the tail end of last year presented its own challenges from a catastrophic loss perspective. Last year was a difficult year for natural catastrophe events with floods in in South Africa, as we know, floods in Europe that were unprecedented. Um, and then in October, we had uh, Hurricane Ian hitting Florida and moving up into the Carolinas, which was a $65 billion 
well, the number varies from different sources, but um, approximately a $65 billion um, insured event, making it the second um, most expensive hurricane ever to ever to happen. And that really was a tipping point for, for a lot of markets, um, particularly from a natural catastrophe perspective. Um, and we saw in the renewals for insurers, reinsurers, um, or the reinsurance that insurers were buying in January of this year when they were finalised, um, rates increased quite dramatically in the US. Unsurprisingly, the rate increase was perhaps higher, or it was higher than uh, than elsewhere in the world, but certainly for catastrophe exposed areas, we're seeing 25% increases, 40% increases. So so that's that's been a challenge. Another challenge for the industry has been around inflation, which um, obviously we sit in Europe and we talk about inflation and not having had inflation for 30 years. We know that's not the case elsewhere in the world. We know, for instance, in South Africa, that uh, inflation is is a market dynamic that, that people live with. But in Europe, inflation returned for the first time in 30 years. European inflation is now running at about 10%, and that has um, focused underwriters' minds on exposure and um, value, um, the values that clients are declaring. So um, underwriters are concerned that in the event of a loss, the actual loss because of the inflationary impact on supply chain, replacement equipment um, and the like will be, a, will be a lot more. Plus those supply chain dynamics that came, that were a challenge arising out of COVID um, were magnified by by the uh, conflict in the Ukraine, um, where um, something I didn't know was the amount of Russian seamen that uh, that man merchant ships, so that had a di- that direct impact on availability of cargo ships, which drives pricing and um, availability of boats. The COVID return or the highlight of COVID in China um, was also a challenge for the world shipping uh, highways so um yeah and, and what the, the impact that has on the insurance industry let alone industry itself is it extends um the time it takes for replacement equipment to get to to sites and as we as we know a lot of mines are in are in quite re- remote uh, locations around the globe mm-hmm. so yeah that, uh, yeah I covered a lot well, there, but uh, yeah, no, but some quite <laughs> unexpected outcomes there, you know, and spin-offs from from these things. So, the the bottom line at the end of the day, um, you know, especially for my audience, and then also mm. for um, Marsh, is um, you know what opportunities lie in there for broker or risk managers um, at this point. That's a that's a really good question. That I'm going to have to think about for us so we can edit this. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, the op- the opportunity is that you know people need to buy insurance to run a safe operation to have that backstop available. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, Tony. I've had a bit of a bl- I've had a bit of a blank on on this. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, I mean the the. The the comments that I've had before was around, um, you know, the increase, um, first of all, uh, uncertainty, but also the lack of um, a sort of longer term 
planning because nobody wants to um, sort of almost put um, make a decision that is going to be binding into the future because yeah. things are as you spoke about the inflation for instance things that have been the norm for decades mm. all of a sudden can change overnight you know yeah um, and then uh, yeah I think that that's probably one of the biggest things that the guys have raised and even the brokers that I've spoken to have not they're not certain as to how to approach that you know um, with their clients and how to how to be able to um, confidently talk about their solutions yeah I mean it is a very very difficult environment out there as I've said the insurance market is is in a challenged place itself so whilst yeah. Obviously, insurance and risk transfer does provide an opportunity to take, as the name suggests, risk away from projects and make projects uh, more uh, resolute. Is that the right word? Um, yeah. More robust um, to take away some of those risks to give people the the confidence to to um, to to take those challenging risks. I mean, mining market is an interesting market. Mine people operating in mining are quite entrepreneurial. They are risk takers by the very nature of um, making the decision to start digging a hole in the ground or sinking a shaft for, um, for, Something a, resource that might that, be there. for a resource that you hope is going to be there. Um, and you hope that you've done your planning correctly so that the plant you're building is the right plant to process the material to get to get the end product out at the end of the day. Um, a lot of projects are operating, as I said, in challenging environments. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of commodities in mainland Africa, as as we well know, but doing business in mainland Africa offers offers its own challenges, certainly from a from a governance point of view, um, from a societal point of view. ESG is obviously something we're very focused on, and as are mining companies and as are lenders, um, and it's something that we all need to be cognizant of as we. Um, as we try to support the industry, yeah, I mean, Marsh ourselves are developing our own ESG capabilities. We launched a risk rating tool um, last year, which allows projects to understand what their ESG, their sustainability footprint is. And this year we've been developing that further with our consultancy team to find solutions to help understand what the future climate risk is, not only to the project itself, but also to to the supply chains. What will the change in the environment um, bring for these operations. We know that the threats of uh, increasing temperature across the globe, but, um, but what does that actually mean? And, that, and that's an interesting dynamic that Marsha that Marsha looking at, which really complements the, the risk transfer, the insurance side of yeah. things to help to help clients understand their risk profile. And mm. We're also fortunate at Marsh to have to have our own mining risk engineers as well that are able to take assessments of our clients' operations to to help them understand the risks that then we may well be able to transfer to the market. But there are some risks that either we can't transfer to the market or are just prohibitively expensive to transfer to the market. And um and yeah, we we, we enjoy working with our clients to to find that balance, the a cost effective product that offers the widest cover available. I mean it's mm. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's what we do at the end of the day, and it's been that way for for a long time. But it's just about how we harness all the different resources and the skill sets that we have to 
to work in partnership with our clients more than anything. Yeah, I mean, it it, it does at the end of the day mean that a tough environment and lots of challenges does mean opportunity as well. Absolutely, absolutely. That certainty, yeah. Nick, yeah. thank you so much. It was um, it was great chatting to you. And, and you. Um, yeah, thanks for your time. And hopefully, um, yeah, there's a bit more certainty as the year goes on, you know, especially in the Russia-Ukraine side. Let's hope so. As I say, we were we were hoping for a good year last year, and then and then the Ukraine situation happened, and it really does show you that uh, we can never be certain about what's around the corner. Yeah, yeah, which direction it goes. But Indeed. Nick, thanks.